Welcome to Rudy Radio with Russ. I sewed each one of those sequins on there one at a time. I didn't have a sewing machine then. You know, it seemed like a cool, hip thing to do. If I may use those words. Darcy. Let's set the scene, though. Um, it's not the 80s. You know, those eight-year-old hangovers, they're the worst. You know, they get better with age. Nonsense. Home sweet home, oh. Oh, 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 oh. She found me in the kitchen, so she told me. Butt naked. How long have you been sitting on that one? Rudy Radio. Rudy Radio. <laughs> Oh my stars, it's Rudy Radio, episode 39 people in snow, not snowy, but cold, damp Montreal, this is Russell, I'm not alone. (laughs) In Toronto, this is Darcy. There you go, for in Toronto, there is, (laughs) yeah, well you said it already. Still a little little chilly here, but it's going to be amazing the rest of the week. Oh, here it's not, we're calling for rain, Uh, but I mean, uh, you know, today and yesterday was cold, Uh, it was pretty chilly, but I mean, we had sun. A couple of rain showers. I regret taking the plastic sheets off my windows uh, so soon. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to think about my uh, electric bill, you, had to you know, for this month. Again, did you? Yeah, I have the heat on now set to 23 degrees. Oh, my goodness. All those cold uh, drafts circulating around my ankles. It's terrible. Cats are curl up in ball in little balls. And by the way, I'd like to say that Worf is back to herself again. She's feeling great. Good. No more flying boogers with her sneezing. I'll have to wash this quilt, though. That or burn it. Yeah, she did a job on that with her sneezings and such. <laughs> yeah, just uh, yeah. So I'm glad that she's she's back to back to back to health. And the other cats didn't get sick. I did a little bit of research on the internet about cats and colds, and and they don't I, pass them on, or well, they they can, and okay. they even carry them. But just sometimes they have flare ups. So I'm a little worried about if you know there are cat or colds in all my cats and. Poof, they just spring up. Uh, when I brought, uh, came back from Christmas, my cousin Ines had my cats, that sweet soul. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, when I got Spock back, uh, she had a cold. You know, their eyes all runny and gooey and nose, you know, nose runny, you know, and then she was fine. And then a little bit of time has passed by, you know, a couple of months, and then Worf gets sick. But they say that the cats carry that stuff with them. But I mean, I'd rather have Worf sneezing, you know, uh, you know, on a quilt she sleeps on rather than what she did to my carpet the week before when she was sick. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, but she's, uh, she's well now and I'm, I'm happy. I, I waited it out and just cuddled her and loved her like I usually do. And, uh, she's back to health again. I back didn't to have to go see being cuddled that. anymore. Yeah, that's it. Well, she's over on the. She was here sleeping, but she she, she, she must have known we're recording. Yeah, she must have known that we were about to record Rudy Radio because she jumped off the sofa and she's on the dining room table now, staring at me, sitting there, eyes all glassed over because she's half asleep. You know. Yeah, so she's uh, Data's sleeping to the left. Worf or Spock is in the bedroom sleeping. Yeah, and Worf is on the dining room table. And that's oh, your Rudy Radio cat update. We That's it. The cats are all well. For that. <laughs> Meow. How's that? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <is> pretty. <laughs> yeah, or terrible. <laughs> no, or, no or, gray or area. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no gray area. It's <laughs> one or the other. All right, let's get into show uh, material yeah, right. here. Chat roulette. We uh, talked about this last <sighs> week. You just gave it a try moments before we went on air, and so now you've had a week with it. <clears throat> Halfway through yes. the week, you contacted me and said, you're done with chat roulette. Yes. <laughs> you didn't even make it a week. What happened? Well, I, you know, I think I don't even know where to begin. 
I think the site has amazing potential because, as I said in the last week's podcast, I like the idea that, yeah, I can talk to someone in the other side of the world. And, and I mean, as I, and I mentioned, I like that. Now, I have some great stories of chat. I chatted with a guy in New Zealand. It was funny. Uh, a young woman in French or in France, a young lady, mm-hmm. when she when the her picture sprung up, her eyes, ooh, it was like that. I said, oh, excuse me. I got some charm, you know, for the chicks even. <laughs> so, you know, I thought that was nice. So we chatted for a little while, but she ended our conversation abruptly. But anyway, it was nothing vulgar about it. I uh, chatted with two men in uh, two guys in Holland. Uh, had a or a chat? Yeah, I had a beer with one, and the other guy was talking. Uh, you know, and I thanked him for. We were chatting, of course, and I thanked him for all the all the tulips that they they send to Ottawa. Mm-hmm. You know, every year. I thought that was pretty cool. You know, so it was great. I had a discussion about the American health, uh, new health care, uh, or health plan. Uh, in the states, uh, it was a short uh, one because I said, "I'm sorry, my friend, I can't relate because I'm in Canada and we have a different system here." He said, oh, "Okay," and he ended the conversation. I guess he was just looking for, you know, a homie to to chat with about the healthcare because they have a homie as a president. You know, so I wonder kinda, if he was. Does he say he was for it or against it? He we didn't get that far. Oh, that's what yeah. I want to know. Yeah, he didn't say uh, – and actually, you know what? That's not true. I don't think if I remember, uh, no, he wasn't for it. And I and I think I agree. Well, I you know I mean I I said I uh, we have a different healthcare plan here, but I can't imagine everyone being forced to have healthcare because it's something they have to pay for. With mm-hmm. us, I mean we are too, but it's just coming out of our tax dollars. But so when we go to the hospital, like a, we don't have to bring our checkbook. But it's a non. It's kind of a non-issue, right? Like being forced right. to have it in the states. Yeah, yeah. It's not a big deal because if you can get it, people get it. Right. That's right. There's a very few people who don't have health care, and it's because they've been refused, because they have pre-existing conditions, or they just can't afford it. Afford it. That's and the so thing. And so in this case, if you can't afford it, the government's going to help you out with that. Well, like it's well, there you and go. And if you have no – and, and it'll, uh, by, was it, 2014, when this kicks in, um, pre-existing conditions cannot be used to exclude you from getting health care. Oh, that's good. I wasn't. I was unaware of that. I appreciate you being so informed on so that. So at that point, you know, who's going to say, "Oh, shit! I I can't believe they're making me get health care." You want to have health care? Yeah, and if you can't afford it, right. they're going to help you out with it. So, but chase. And the people who are the, it, the people who are complaining the most are people who already have health care now. It. Of course, right? Like, what's it going to? Yeah. They're going to make you well, buy it again? Well, no, you're just going to keep well, paying. No, what you have just now. Keep, that's right. How the does thing this is affect this, you? Know, they, well, I think it's this. It's just that thing. Well, you know, people that have it feel that too. Well, not everyone, but may feel that they're in an upper place and they have something that other people want but can't have because they can't afford it. And, you know, they feel better about themselves. Yeah, I have this. You know, like it's some sort of status symbol. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe that's it, which is, would be bullshit. You I know, heard, in I, the worst. I've listened but, to a lot know. of podcasts. How I know about this crap is because I listen to a lot of uh, US well, I, uh, I politics uh, podcasts. And some comedy podcasts. There's a great one called uh, Comedy and Everything Else. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jimmy Dore there, he's, uh, he also has a, a public radio show. And he's, he does a lot of political I like humor. I really like the guy. And uh, they were talking – I forget who he had on as his guest. But they're, they're talking about the idea of, of you know, socialized medicine. Like him, people like, oh, socialism for the Americans. Like socialism is like it, – it's like Satanism or something. It's just the, it's the worst. <laughs> right? But they have lots right. of socialized things, right? And the thing they brought up was the fire department. Can you imagine if, if the fire department wasn't socialized? Like, what mm-hmm. if you, you know the fire department came to your house and said, "Okay, uh, sorry, um, 
you're only covered for downstairs fires. Um, so we can put down the we can put out the fire in the first floor, but that one on the second floor we can't we can't touch that one. Well, you know what? It would be Africville though. <laughs> It'd be Africville. Oh, your house is on fire. I'll oh, just sec. Uh, I'm sorry, we ran out of water. Yeah, the house is burning. It's on the waterfront, <laughs> and then they decide to pump. They decide to pump hose or pump water up in the basin. But oh, it's too late to save the house. You know, yep. it's, they're just at that point. They're not saving anything. They're just putting the fire out. But imagine oh, if that was like so, healthcare. If, it were, if if your fire department worked the same way, and then they had a great little line. Uh, yeah. uh, he, I forget which one of them said it, but uh, said, "Oh, sorry, that uh, now that was a pre-existing fire." Uh, <laughs> 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 You're not covered for any pre-existing fire. You're not that, covered that, for that any fire started in your fireplace. That fire <laughs> yeah, fire. you said it because it got out of control. I'm sorry, you set the fire. What the hell did you call us for? You've got water in your kitchen. Oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <That's> outrageous. <laughs> yeah, you set the fire. What do you mean your furnace exploded? You shouldn't have turned it on. You set that fire. All right, so we digress yeah. there a little bit. I want to get back to uh, to chat roulette yeah, there. Chat roulette. Yeah, so I mean, I thank the guy in Holland for all the flowers, the tulips that they send us. I had a beer with a guy in Holland. I chatted to a guy in New Zealand about work, the French lady in France. This all uh, sounds about- to me. Oh, yeah. But between those conversations, do you know how much masturbation I had to f- I had to next through? <laughs> Darcy. How much? Give me, a, give me a percentage. I'm 42 years old. The world knows I'm gay. I've seen a lot of cock, but not that much. I'm, that was a cock concentration. <laughs> It's okay. ridiculous. So I mean, I've seen breasts too. <laughs> I've seen a lady finger herself. I was outraged. Really? I got shot. Someone busted some caps in my ass. <laughs> my face popped up, and the guy had a gun. And he was shooting at his camera. <laughs> no way. I next to him. I should have reported him. I've been reported twice just by people seeing my face. Oh, and I, you know what? Back. I got a penalty. I got a ten-minute penalty the first time, and the second time I got a twenty-minute penalty. I wonder if the penalties are exponential, you know, 10, 20, 40. Well, I didn't. Sorry, everyone. I know what you know. I know you know what what exponential (laughs) meant. But look, I'm getting all stressed out. Like, I really couldn't believe if you want to go there and masturbate with a stranger. Okay, that's what you're going there for. You know, you really have to. I I can't believe it. Yeah, I'm totally disappointed. (laughs) I think it has a great potential. You can say, hey, thank you for all the tulips to the guy in Holland. You know, I mean, that was cool. I felt good about that. <laughs> because the it, guy, it really the is guy showing his big bulb to you. <laughs> yeah, I don't and need to see your bulb, tulip. buddy. Yeah. Like, okay. I, I just, it's just amazing. So you're saying then I, the, the video that we were talking about last week that said that uh, I think, what, like 15% were perverts. Are you saying that number was under <laughs> underestimated? That guy didn't spend enough time on, uh, <laughs> on, uh, on, chat, on chat roulette. Yeah, it should be called... I don't know, masturbation fest. You should. Like what? You know, you just, you know, I mean, you don't see nothing. And I'm telling you, if you get a hint, you see someone that doesn't show their face, they're not there to chat. End of story. Okay, if you see nothing but a T-shirt, or hey, if you see a cock, next. Unless, of course, you're interested. Well, I think this is like kind of, um... Wow! Well, I wonder what the the whole thing is there. I guess it's just the exhibitionism, right? Because even That's if a, they were to, and I'm sure stuff will will pop up like this. Sorry, if you use no that. pun intended. <laughs> There'll be other sites that'll do the same thing. That'll be sort of catered to the the pornography, maybe. Yeah, let them go there. But let them go there. Maybe they, it won't be fun anymore. 
It's like yeah, this guy I can mas- you know, it's the guys who masturbate on the subway. They can masturbate at home. But they would rather masturbate on the subway. People don't masturbate on the subway here in Montreal, okay? So I don't know what you've got going on down there in Toronto. Not that I've seen or want to, thank you very much. It's time to get on another car. I don't want that shit near me, thanks. Well, I mean, (laughs) yeah, it happens here on the subway. Wow. Now, mind you, they have their laptops and they're on chat roulette, but... You're making fun of me because you really don't understand the stress that I'm experiencing over that. I went to chat. You told me about it. You know what? I haven't even done it yet. I I said, yeah, you're totally my guinea pig. I didn't even, I haven't, still haven't plugged my camera in to see how it works. I can't (laughs) believe that. And you told me about it. I'm just thinking, okay, chat roulette. You got me into Facebook. You got me into that spark people thing, the the 100 pushups. And the mother of all things about me listening to you was that cat genie. Oh, yeah. There, I said it. I'm sorry there, TVA. Todd, I said the, I said the CG again. You know, I, I would have not known about that. I got that from you. You know what I have? You know what's going on with my cat, Genie, now? No. Well, I put a, I had a silver <laughs> serving tray. I put that on the bottom to block all the holes, and I filled it up with regular clumping litter. So the cats just jump in there and shit. Like the old box. This, this, the old box was 13 bucks. This box was $466. <laughs> You're not turning it on anymore? You're not cl- using no. it to clean? No. <laughs> no. Oh. I had cat litter. I figure if I'm home, I'm going to use it to, you know, to like a regular litter box. If I'm going to Toronto, for example, for five days, I'll take out that stuff and I'll put the, the genie litter in it. That's not bad. And idea, and turn I guess. It on. See, I'm trying. Yeah, that's God. not bad. Dang it. I figure taking my cats to my cousin's place, you know, or leaving enough, worrying about leaving enough food for them to, well, like food is no problem for as five days. As, as long as you do it now and then, like maybe you should do it. Well, that's it. Not just when you're away. Like they got to sort of stay used to the the uh, the artificial litter, you know, so that when you When leave, I have house guests. Yeah. Yeah. When I leave, when I'm having house guests, Jackie and her boyfriend should be coming up from Halifax sometime. And... Uh, if they do, I'll have the cat genie on just so I can show off and look for my cat's <laughs> shit. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> it's my status symbol. I got a cat genie, her cat shit in the box. She's got a job that pays her a shitload of money. I've got unemployment insurance. So that's so, the balance. <laughs> so have you gone on to these websites? Because there are a lot of um, forums for people who have cat genies who bitch about them. Have you yes. uh, joined? <laughs> I haven't done that. Any, all of those? No, I haven't, haven't yet. done that. No, I'm just maybe need to commiserate with some. Uh, you know, I think it's a support group. Um, yeah, back I to could, chat roulette. If I can just uh, finish this off, because yeah. you said you were on there just uh, tonight, so you tonight, haven't, yeah. you haven't really gone off it then. Well, I mean, I I went back tonight just you know to, to chat. Sitting here, you went off to do the podcast. I didn't expect to be doing our podcast tonight. I'm glad we are. So oh, I yeah, thought I recorded okay, an episode earlier tonight of of. Uh, the TVA podcast, which uh, will come out after this one, will drop. It actually will come out this Friday. If anyone's yeah, interested, comedy I podcast. Interested. Hey, it's TVA.com. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so I mean, I uh, just thought I'd check it out, and I had a nice conversation with three journalism students in Turkey. You know, I was talking about it, and it's sad. Uh, you know, they said they'd like to come to Canada, and I said, hey, you'd be welcome. You know, it's a nice place to call home. And uh, they asked me what I did for work. I told them the military. And uh, I said, uh, what do you do? And they said they were students of journalism. And they talked about that uh, living in Turkey is dangerous being, uh, uh, you know, a journalist. Yeah. He says they're killed often. And I told them, hey, you're very brave. 
because there they are studying journalism, you know. Uh, <laughs> Especially if they write anything about, like, about uh, Albanians or anything like that. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Yeah, so I said, you know, you're very brave. And he said, and they, he said uh, you are too. And I said, just what I have to be. You know? <laughs> Why are you laughing? Oh, yeah, we're going to have to be. Like when I'm driving around yeah. a white neighborhood in my car. That's it. You know, driving by the police department in my car. Yeah. How do you make a complaint? Do you have a form? <laughs> All right. You brought it up. I'm going to mention it. There was a, a video I, I, I probably shouldn't have told you about. Uh, speaking of things that uh, I, I probably shouldn't share with you. Um, the, oh. the cat genie. And uh, this video. This video is all about police brutality. And the one segment I really liked was this this guy who went around to different precincts asking for a form to fill out to file a complaint against an officer. And yeah. I think the guy was arrested four times trying to do that. It was brutal. And the fact, <laughs> what made it worse, you know, what I thought was the most offensive is when he went in and then he left. And yeah. then whatever happened in the police station, the police decided to come out after him. Mm-hmm. You know, after he'd gone, he's walking down the street on his way. The police would come out after him, uh, you know, and say, hey, you see some ID? What? I'm le- leave me alone, you know? And they arrested him for not showing his ID after he they you know he had left the police station. Yeah, you know, and he gets you know he gets a good ways away from it that they come out running after him. I just and all he wanted to know was how he can make a complaint. It was a shocking you know? video, but it it sort of I like, was um, mortified. It's kind of like the uh, I don't want to. Hmm, it's kind of like the Michael Moore kind of uh, movies, right? Where they take yes, everything sickos, in yeah, and what was the other one? Fahrenheit 911. Yeah, so they just sort of take all the stuff and it's edited and cut down the way to make it look as bad as possible. Shock value. Well, they certainly yeah. get a good There's nothing else on the other side day. of it. There's nothing showing all the good cops out there and all the guys who, well, you know. that's always the case. That's not as exciting as the bad stuff, no, you know. But that's the, what makes the news so popular. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, they don't, uh, yeah, it's, it's the, the shock bad value. apples out there that, uh, that ruin it for everybody. But God, did he ever know how to find them? Yeah. It would have been nice to, you know, there was, wasn't, I think there was one person in that video that said, yes, okay, and went to get a form. Yeah, you know, what right. business, yeah, what business is it? If I go in and say, hey, I don't want to make a complaint, what business is it, you know, what business is it to the officer that, I, that answers me? Give me the form. It's got nothing to do with you. No. You know, and, you know, and I'm thinking about this, you know, identifying yourself, you know, with the, with the attitudes that we saw, there's nothing to say that that guy won't go in there and run my you know, my identification card, you know, and fuck up my license and shit, mm-hmm. you know? So, I mean, it's horrible that, you know, you got, got to think like that with yeah, the people that systems, are sworn to protect us. Yeah, know? some stuff is, is horribly broken there. One of the things yeah. that uh, sort of got me was that uh, some, uh, I don't remember which one it was, but they said uh, that an officer was cleared of a, you know, of a, a brutality complaint by a, a committee of police members. Isn't that funny? So it was a group of police members who also decided if this guy was in his rights or not to, to – I forget what he did, but something nasty, I'm sure. Yeah, shot somebody, beat but someone it sound, up. doesn't it seem like it should be sort of outside? It should be – Absolutely. The police can't police themselves. That's right. it. Because the police have been policing themselves, they have that thing they call the blue wall or the silent wall blue or wall whatever. Blue wall of science, yes. Yeah, you know. <laughs> the blue silent wall. The blue si- – I'm sorry. The code of silence. What's it called? <laughs> It's called uh, the, 
<laughs> Come on, I'm working over here. <laughs> making fun of me. It's a wall. You know? it, it, Grover's on it with his finger up to his mouth saying, don't you talk. <laughs> yeah, the, the blue wall of silence. Did I get it wrong again? I did. I know I did. That could be it. I'm not you a know, cop. You know, neither am I yet. Jeez. I'm seeing, after seeing things like that in my own experiences, I don't know if it would be good for me. But I mean, as a, it's, I've been interested in uh, being an RCMP officer. I think they have more ego, less ego, and more compassion. When uh, they sh- in the part of that video where they showed that off-duty cop drinking at a bar, who went behind the bar and was beating up on the the bartenders. Yeah, both of them female, all on camera. Yep. The police show up and they leave. Yeah, that was brutal. You know, and they didn't take the video. You know, I, I just and that guy didn't get charged with anything. That uh, that officer didn't get charged with anything, and I mean he's literally beating. You know, it wasn't a slap or a punch. Not that that would be okay. He was absolutely beating these two women. That's pretty, uh, that's a pretty old story, I think, and that happened. Um, yeah, judging by the looks of what he was wearing, and you know, the, the you know, it seemed like it wasn't yesterday. You know. Yeah, and he was in Chicago, I think, right? Yeah, and it's Chicago. Uh, back in the day, they were maybe still. Who knows? But they were sort of notorious for being corrupt. Yeah, I guess. I mean, there were what during that or in that video they were talking about officers with as many as fifty complaints against them, yeah. but not a single step taken. You know, not a single step of uh, disciplinary action was taken against them. Not at Just thinking, what is that? You know, so that's it. And I mean, I think Montreal is pretty close to that. You know, and I'm sorry to say that. You know, but I just you know I base it on my own experiences. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I know I can be a jerk sometimes, but you know. Uh, it's just because of my own experience. <laughs> you know? I wasn't sure if you were going to continue. I was just—I could be a jerk sometimes. Full stop. <laughs> yeah, I had to well, think about what about I was going to say next. Order. Let's uh, let's go into your yeah. court reporter segment here. Court reporter. Uh, here, here's what we need. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The court reporter today comes from the judge of, or the courtroom. Uh, well, the door, divorce courtroom. And the judge is, oh, I was going to say Ephraim Maybelline again. How can I, why do I forget her name? The last time I said it, I got it wrong. Anyway, I think she's uh, Lynn Toller. Thank you very much. I think I said Karen Toller the first time we talked about her. Ladies and gentlemen, I correct correct that now, and it's only like 10 to 12 episodes later. It's Judge Lynn Toller. And uh, this is what you don't do. If, you know, to get yourself into divorce court, there was a couple on there divorcing, of course, a man and a woman. Okay. The woman was suing the husband for uh, transition, uh, uh, transitional support, 250 bucks a month just, to, you know, to help her pay her bills and rent and such as she moved on after the divorce. And uh, and that was that wasn't it. Uh, she just wanted six months. It wasn't a large, a large amount, uh, okay. thousand bucks plus. Uh, Fifteen hundred, actually, and some other stuff, but it was it wasn't over two thousand bucks. So the judge said, "Well, before you begin, can you tell us a little bit about your marriage and how you ended up in divorce court today?" She says she met her uh, her husband online. Uh, what's roulette? that famous? No, not chat roulette. She she would have. I don't know. She maybe might have next him. Oh, too small. That's another thing about chat roulette. I saw a woman <laughs> oh. performing oral sex on a guy, and I don't think it was a video that someone just stuck their camera up to. No, it would have been all. You know, the the guy's face wasn't there, but the girl's face was. You know, and she's smiling and giggling. But I mean, <sighs> all right, I'm gonna say it. it. He could have had a big dick. <laughs> 
it was just next. It was just ridiculous. Anyway, divorce court. What's that? MySpace. They met on MySpace. That's how they started chatting. Wow. And then the judge asked, well, how long did you date before you got married? And her answer, well, we didn't date. <laughs> yeah, he didn't date. And he said, well, how did you propose to her uh, on, uh, on MySpace? He proposed to her. Darcy, he, it gets better. He mailed her the engagement ring. They still hadn't met yet. That's right. He mailed her the engagement ring, even though she had found out that he was engaged to another woman that he met on MySpace. <laughs> they were married for a year, and there they were in courtroom, and she got her uh, her uh, judgment. Thankfully, they didn't have any kids. Uh, he was, uh, you know, she said that uh, they'd move into. He, you know, wanted her to move with him. He was a military man, lived on the base, and married couples they get paid. There's an additional allotment of the money. Or right. pay that he gets because he's got a family to support. So uh, part of the reason why she was asking for the transitional support was because even though they were no longer living together, he was still getting that money. And she felt she was entitled to it. And I mean, I think so, but Jesus, can you imagine? They're in divorce court, and they've been married a year. and uh, Married a year, but I mean, they weren't together a year. And they met through MySpace. They proposed, chatted, he proposed on MySpace. He mailed her the wedding ring. They never dated they wow. deserve to be in a mental institution, not divorce court. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that, that's just, that's a little outrageous. Yeah. You're marrying without ever meeting, just chatting online. You know, you can say what you want to say. People aren't even posting their own pictures up there. You know? That's you gotta just, love the internet. Yeah, don't you? you gotta love Except it. chat roulette. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, chat roulette, uh, geez, yeah, I'm really disappointed by, by that. I went yeah. to it during our Come podcast. Back. I've seen three penises. <laughs> what? Since I saw, you're since on it now? Well, well, I just went on it, but I mean, I've turned it off and I saw a cute little, uh, photo. There was a, a dog, a little chihuahua sitting on a, you know, one of those kitchen pass throughs. Yeah. And the dog was on the bar stool and there was a guy in the kitchen preparing some food and the little chihuahua dog was all excited on the on the stool. <laughs> I guess maybe he feeds the dog that way, uh, which would have been really cute. That is but cute. uh yeah, you know, so I mean there's some fun things on there. I've seen uh the Hulk, you know, uh Hulk Hogan on there, uh, Barack Obama on there, Santa Claus. You know, uh, gorilla, and I went <gasps> I act like I was scared, and you see the guy, the guy laughing, you know, chuckling, uh, you know, as uh, with his shoulders, and you know, he gave me the peace sign. So I mean, some people are using it for, I think, for which for for what it was intended. I think it's a great way for people to talk to people over the world, around the world, you know. But gosh, you know, well, anything once you mix cock in it, geez, yeah, all hell breaks loose. Have some kind of porn angle. Jeez. Well, not Rudy Radio. I not did say Rudy the C Radio. word a lot. I did say the C word a lot. Can you bleep that out? <laughs> I did say yeah, I did, I did Which, say the C word too much. It's not the C word though. Uh, well, a C word. Yes. <laughs> Chocolate is a C word. Yeah. Coffee is. A C coffee word. is a delicious C word. And uh, if you're serving coffee, chicken. Chicken is a C word. It is. But if you're serving coffee in um, in Kandar. Air Force Base, <laughs> Afghanistan, you deserve a medal. Don't tell me that. It was in the Utah. Are they, getting shot, are they getting shot at, too? Well, are they getting shot at, too? 
Well, here's the thing. You know, you don't think they should get a medal? They are in a dangerous area. I think they should get free coffee. They are. <laughs> that's it, then? They probably do get free coffee. Well, I, but, I don't know. Do the, should the people at Tim Hortons get, a, get medals for working in Kandahar? I don't know. I know you I don't, get one. Well, I'd be working, but I wouldn't be working at Tim Hortons. No, but if you landed and did a, you know, this never happened, but if you did a, an afternoon parade and got on a plane flew home, you'd get a medal for just being there. No, I wouldn't. Yes, you sure. have to be there for three months. No, really? It used to be six months before you got a medal. Yeah, it's like three months. Now, mind you, I really don't know what the story is about Afghanistan and how the medals are awarded. But it, uh, in the past, it was six months on a, a given assignment before you got medals. Mm-hmm. You know, the Americans, I think it's like a day. That's why you, when you see uh, Marines, you see American uniforms. Okay, I thought everyone's it was the same. Got, yeah. Oh, yeah. shit, load of ribbons on them. It's amazing. Yeah, it's because they had a stopover on the way home from somewhere. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, I got a medal for working in the library. Yeah. It's the Dewey right, Decimal Medal of Honor. All right. You but, know, it's not even close. It's six months for us, and now I think it's three months. All right. Well, apparently during the uh, Second World War, mm-hmm. uh, medals were given to civilians working at uh, Salvation, Salvation Army, Knights of Columbus, and the Canadian Legion and the YMCA. Okay, and I hope but not the Merchant Marines until recently. They fixed that problem. But, uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, that makes sense when you're actually, you know, when you're going there to, well... Can you put Tim Hortons in that category? I don't know. It says here, uh, uh, everyone who goes into theater and did their days, plural, you're right, <laughs> respective of what they did, they're part of the defense team and everyone deserves to have their recognition. Who said this? Um, Andre Levesque, Defense Department's Director of Honors and Recognition. I'd like to talk to that Ignore guy. That recognition for, selling, for those selling donuts and coffee at Canary Airfield seems odd, but cited, cited the historical example as precedent. There you go. He certainly has done that. All right. Yeah. Speaking of Afghanistan, um, Hillary Clinton wants us to hang around. We're supposed to come out in uh, 2011, right? That's right. And uh, she says uh, that we really hope you'd stay Um, because they don't want to ask the UN, I think, right? Because it's a NATO force there now. That's right. They could have all kinds of troops if they just went to the UN and said, can we have UN peacekeepers? Well, maybe they're selective. But well, I, no, they, they gave a big F you to the UN when they went into Iraq, right? Oh, they totally ignored the, 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 what the UN said. You know, so it's odd that they, okay, well, yeah, well, mine's just a different president now. I said, yeah. But still, yeah, they, they, would, ignored uh, they the, would have to, um, yeah, they'd have to, you know, hat in hand. Yeah. But I think, you know, I think one of the reasons why the, the Americans or why she'd want us to stay is because our equipment, uh, you know, is similar. You know, and I think that's it. Uh, you know, uh, we have a similar equipment. Uh, maybe that's it. No, I know what it is. You know, we're more familiar. We're English. No. You know, what is it? What is it? It's the Tim Hortons coffee. <laughs> I knew she'd like some coffee. She, coffee. Uh, oh, it says at the bottom. Yeah, she's not actually talking about the truth. Jeez. She's actually talking about the Tim Hortons that she wants to stay past 2011. Oh, Never that's mind. it. Never mind. That's it. The Canadians go. They're packing up the Tim Hortons. Yeah. Oh, Hillary. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That's really funny. But, yeah, I'm looking. I think uh, I'd, uh, you know, in all seriousness, I I would like for Canada to get out of Afghanistan. Because, I mean, it's it's either get out now or it's to stay there forever. I know. You know, so I just don't see how, 
you know, uh, you know, the we should know more of our soldiers uh, should be coming home in boxes. I don't ever want uh, that, you know, to see that again because one of our gigs is playing funerals. Yeah, you know, that really can suck. You know, it really does suck. Yeah, you know, get out now or job. stay there forever. I sort of feel like that way about this yeah. podcast. I think we should get out now. Oh, you really? Okay, you got you got some editing to do. I used all kinds of. T- I used bad words. I'm on, sorry, uh, everyone. I can get on chat roulette. Sounds like uh, one out of a hundred times you might see uh, a boob or two. Not a boob, a dick. <laughs> I would say one. Probably. Well, that happens all the time. I'm saying for the rare occasion you might actually see a woman. You know um, what? I, you know, I, can I add this actually, chat roulette? The one time I did, I, I saw breasts. I actually. I reported it. I did the F2 thing. I reported the boobs, but none of the talk because I thought that it was just so normal. I saw breasts, F2, you know, I reported them. So I gave that person a 10-minute timeout. That's <laughs> terrible. I hope terrible. she learned her lesson. Anyway, uh, in Toronto, I'm Darcy. In, in Montreal, stressed out as usual. Uh, with healthy cats, it's Russell. All right. Have a great week, uh, buddy. Have hey, a good weekend, hey. good long weekend happy coming up. Happy Easter, everyone. Happy yeah, Easter. Yeah, happy Easter, everybody. Thanks yeah. for listening. Uh, and Passover. <laughs> Passover go. for our Jewish friends is Monday, I think. Pass out was last week for me. Boom, boom. That's just a terrible joke. I'm bad. No. Say goodbye. But yeah, happy, yeah. Oh, Palm Sunday, Ash Wednesday. Good night, <laughs> everyone. It's a happy time. There's 30 minutes you'll never get back. Music from Medio's Music Alley. Music.medio.com. The song is titled WW from Green Room's album, Connect. Available at CDBaby.com. Links are in the show notes at our site, RudyRadio.com. Also on our site, you'll find our Facebook page and iTunes, where we'd love you to leave us your feedback. Please tell us you love us. We love you, and we thank you for listening to Rudy Radio.